So what's happening? Well, you know, living the dream. I used to say living life like I wrote it myself because that's what Bill Cosby used to say. But now that I know what that <laughs> means for him, I don't really say that anymore. Got a little dark. I, so, yeah, the first go I gave you guys four because I don't know. I was still thinking about it and I guess I didn't delete. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious how this turns out because some of them are all dead. So that's nice. That's appealing to me. Yep. They're all they're all dead. What? I mean, maybe their careers. No, no, no. So this month's fuck, Mary kill is David Bowie, Prince and George, George Michael. Okay. Is George Michael dead? They're all dead. Yeah. No. They all died. No, well, originally Robert Smith was in the mix, and he's not dead. Right, we saw him oh, in okay. New York like a year ago. Could but count. that's what I was saying. I was curious as to how this turned out, so that's cool. George Michael's dead. He almost died like 10 years ago. Like He was like on death's door, like hardcore. And then he like magically fucking came out of it. Maybe he ate nice. Lucky Charms. <laughs> They're magically, magically delicious. delicious. <laughs> Is that what we're calling semen these days? <laughs> I mean, if you want to. <laughs> Vitality shake. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't need the Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit your day job. <laughs> oh, goodbye. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. We got Bowie, Prince, and George Michael. So, who wants to go first? Well, <laughs> it's just because, you know, George Michael with Do You Really Want to Hurt Me, that song, that's be just really fun to kill him to that song. No, no, that's, uh, that's poor George. Oh, that's poor George. Okay. I'm totally thinking, who the fuck You've is got George? your Georges backwards. Oh, uh, jeez, got my <laughs> Georges mixed up. <laughs> oh, that George Michael. What? Well, he was in Wham. Wham. Ooh, that's hard. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, God, I'm trying to think of that really bad song. I mean, that one <laughs> album was pretty bad in general. It was like all ballads. All ballads. All the <laughs> Aren't time. they all ballads? <laughs> they are for me. No, he, he sang Faith. The other one was Boy George, who, yes, definitely needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So never mind. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> do you really yes. Want to yes, me yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I think I'm still going to kill George Michael because... I think I'm still going to kill him. Yeah. Because I don't know any of his music and because... I know Carol's Whisper, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know Faith. Kind of. Kind of. No! <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely kill uh, George Michael. I'm going to fuck Prince because he probably fucks really well. Um, <laughs> yeah. You sexy motherfucker. Mary Bowie because it's fucking David Bowie. Like, he's beautiful and eccentric and some otherworldly being apparently he's an alien <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that sounds like a, a good path tanya you want to uh to weigh in on your oh no do tell let it's it's all you all right well this is really hard because like well one they're all dead and two i love them all so it's hard to choose sounds like it but I'm gonna go with George Michael only because, as as the kill, only because of George Michael in Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs>
Awesome. So because he could be either or, yeah. I'm going with killing George Michael from Arrested Development. That way it saves me from, <laughs> from killing the one that I actually like. George Michael was in Arrested Development? Oh, there's a character. That was the character's name. That was, uh, what's his the face? His son. Yeah, the kid. His name was George Michael. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. What is that kid's name? Uh, Michael Sarah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he was in that movie, the stoner movie, where it was the end of the world. Oh, um, this, is, this the is the end. Yeah, there you go. That was fucking awesome. He, yeah, he was hysterical in that. So, yeah, because of that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to kill that George Michael. Haha, <laughs> loophole. <laughs> and I'm going to... Hmm, I think... Only because Prince is really into himself that uh, I'm not sure he would take care of all the chores that one would need taken care of in a marriage. So I'm going to have to fuck <laughs> Prince <laughs> and marry Bowie because, yes, he's just Bowie. Yep. Enough, Enough said. said. <laughs> oh, man. Tanya, what about you? Okay. I'm going to... I'm definitely killing Prince because I'm not fucking a guy in heels. <laughs> I'm definitely killing David Bowie because, again, I'm not fucking a guy in heels. Wait, wait. Did you just kill two guys? Yeah. She's going to kill all of them. Yeah. She's like, they're, they're already yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. No. no, I wasn't kidding. I'm serious. And um, I'm going to marry and fuck George Michael because he took on the system and the system fucked him over and he said do you love your monkey or do you love me he did <laughs> <laughs> all right well i mean this is a double homicide so <laughs> <laughs> times are rough poor, guy. <laughs> poor guys i mean they're all dead anyway so they didn't feel anything except yeah, for michael yeah. sarah sorry dude but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your career is kind of dead, but who's kidding? <laughs> yeah. He had his moment, then everyone realized he was just playing the same person right, every in role. Every role. So, and I think that's just him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not acting. I haven't acted this whole time. <laughs> yep. I mean, if you can do it and get paid, why not? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck not? But speaking of dead careers. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. The <laughs> Besides mine. <laughs> <laughs> after three decades of nothing the original cast two cast members from the karate kid are doing a show called cobra kai on uh youtube's on demand and this is the first thing that they've been part of in the karate kid series since the original karate kid They've always stayed away, but this one actually, I guess, is a very good series. So they both decided to come back and they both look exactly the fucking same. <laughs> like 30 <laughs> really? years later, you're like, dude, you're going to look haggard. Nah, man, they look good. It's all that karate. <laughs> karate. Karate. <laughs> My... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, they both look, man, they both look good. But I don't know what this show's about. Obviously, no. it's about karate. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of kiosks. Yeah, you know, wooden panels being broken. 
and plenty of montages. I think Kung Fu is something totally different. Oh, sorry. Everyone was karate fighting. <laughs> Do you think it has the same music? I mean, literally speaking of, if I can get paid, take a photo of me. That's what this says to me. Yep. <laughs> Just drop by a green screen one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep the shoes and the suit as part of my agreement. <laughs> Those are nice suits they got, man. I'll be wearing these home. <laughs> but yes, Ralph Macchio and William Zabak. Zabka? Zabka. Whatever. Sure. That guy. Oh, I guess it's already, it is already on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, YouTube Red. Starting May 2nd, YouTube Red Live is, or no, YouTube Red, the subscription video on demand service begins Wednesday, May 2nd. All right. Anyways, if uh, you miss Ralph Macchio and um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should have done, how about a double whammy? Fuck Mary Kill, Ralph Macchio, this Cobra Kai dude, and Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> I don't know who this Cobra Kai dude is at all. He's the redhead guy. I'm pretty sure Mr. Miyagi's impotent, so I think I'm going to take him. He's got a roof and he fixes good food, so that works out well. <laughs> Promising lead right there. And Ralph, Ralph Macchio looks like fucking Lady Gaga. I, I'd rather pass. God, Jesus Christ. I thought he looked the same. Like Lady Gaga and drag. <laughs> I'm definitely going to fuck Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Because I'm gonna just explain. No, because I'm sure he's got some like magic hand thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like you know he's all wax on wax off. What do you think he's saying during sexy time? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> let's hear some. Let's get some things out there. Possibilities. Uh, let's see. Whack on, whack off. That's the easy one. <laughs> Is that, I mean, God, I'm wide open for that one. Let's hear more. <laughs> Let's see. Another one, hump on, hump off. That's the easy one. I'm trying to think of one for paint the fence. <laughs> paint the fence. <laughs> I mean, just picture that as you will, audience. <laughs> I pictured it really bad. I'm very upset. <laughs> But I'd have to kill Ralph Macchio because he looks exactly the same and I would look older and he would still look young. So I'll marry the the guy from the bad karate school, which I believe was Cobra Kai. He was he was the dick. He was the one who was dressed in the skeleton suit. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. So I'm gonna marry him because he's a badass. <laughs> oh, I know who that is now. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about you, Tyler? <laughs> Hang on, I was found someone on Reddit the other day. It was really funny. I'm trying to see back. <laughs> Here, I'll send it your way. <laughs> is this a slight because I'm not a fan of Reddit? Oh, no, it's just it's, it's where I get all my shit. Uh-uh, here you go. This totally works. Come and go. Yeah. <laughs> Hit, then quit. That's totally what Mr. Miyagi would say. Hit, then quit. Hit, <laughs> then quit. Yeah. <laughs> Hit, and then quit. <laughs> Ejaculate and evacuate. <laughs> my f- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say oh that my was my, my favorite. Breed <laughs> and proceed. <laughs> What? <laughs> Blow your load, then hit the road. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rocker box and change the locks. <laughs> Smash her in the rear and then disappear. <laughs> Smash her rear and disappear. What? Oh man. Oh god. Oh, in honor of May the 4th, 
shoot the jizz and out you is. <laughs> oh. Very Yoda. Oh man, those were great. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day, and I, I had a pretty good cackle at it. Is no. that a shoot then scoot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot the scoot. <laughs> uh, that's so gross. Uh, <laughs> shoot your goo and say I do. <laughs> that is so awful. Oh my god. Wave, touch your pearls. Wave, give her pearls. So I think Tyler's also going to fuck Mr. Miyagi, uh, is what I'm gathering from that meme. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah! <laughs> I totally forgot we were still doing that. <laughs> I got caught up in the whole fucking <laughs> blow your lo- you know, breed and proceed. <laughs> oh fuck. What what kind of exciting things do we have going on in the world out there? Well, I was reading one actually before we logged on. It was actually it just came out today, but apparently California is pushing to make a state mandate that all new homes built from here on out have to have solar panels on top. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um When when is that supposed to be implemented? 2020. Yeah, so starting in uh, 2020, that all new made uh, apartment structures, houses, and whatnot will. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a smart move. It's like we're building them anyways. Why not? Is it businesses as well, or just residential? I think it's just residential. That's still a good step forward. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we already have like the uh, UK is already 100% green energy reliant at this point. So. Oh wow. Why not us? I don't think I realized yeah. that. I remember seeing something about the other day. I don't have the article pulled up. I'll see if I can find it. But yeah, it was something about like the UK. All their like coal power was shut down. So that's cool. Coal and natural gas. Well, if we remember in the last episode, there was only 1% of. <laughs> yeah, so not much. <laughs> Do you remember light bright? Turn on the magic of colored lights. <laughs> oh my God. I knew this girl. She was an artist and she was having her first art show and her art was a bunch of fucking light brights. That she oh, nice. she made them into some sort of art exhibit. She was having a hard time finding these light brights because this was in like 2000, and she was like, "If you have a light bright, please let me know. I'm trying to, f- I'm trying to fulfill my <laughs> required amount for the show that I have in my head." I'm like, uh, okay, what's a light bright? Wasn't that from like 1980 or something? Yep. But also from 1980, the fax machine. Ah. People are still heavily reliant on the fax machine. Yeah, it's always weird when I see, like, a card or something has a fax number. I was like, really? People still do that? That's totally what I thought, too. But I guess mostly the legal community is the ones that are still utilizing that because of all the HIPAA laws. And I guess it's also very popular in... Third world countries. Japan. No, no. In Japan, it sees a majority of people still rely on the fax machine for communications in all manner. Huh. It's partially because I have it, but it says that fax machines offer some pretty appealing services, like a way to communicate even when the internet's down. And faxes aren't just confined to the office. They're in home in the form of two-in-one machines (laughs) with both fax and a landline phone. So I guess... I mean, there's always the crystal radio. Do you know what a crystal radio is? 
No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You would totally radios. love what a crystal radio. Okay. No. Hold on. Hold on. How does a fax so, machine work anyways? It says, how does a fax machine work? Essentially what it does is it, it picks up the, the black and white. You simply, yeah. So basically, here, let me. Does it not matter if it's black and white? <laughs> the the fax machine was actually invented in the 1800s. Hmm. Yeah. So the first commercial service of the fax machine was in 1863 in France. But it took a half a century for it to become profitable and took another half a century for it to become a worldwide phenomenon. So it's a light reflecting. So the light detects the pattern of the black and the white and that's how it turns around oh, okay turn around okay the light reflects off the page into the light detecting device right so that picks up the light and then where the page reflects a lot of light it's considered white and where it reflects less light it's considered not <laughs> <laughs> so and then so then once it's reflected into this device it turns that pattern into analog data. Turns that frown upside down. Exactly. And then it sends it back to you. So then it, or not back to you, but to the other fax machine. So it's kind of confusing, like how it works. And I don't understand how they were able to come up with that in the 1800s, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so a crystal radio is essentially all you need is a listening device, right? A headphone. Mm. You can buy kits that like Radio Shack used to have them or whatever. So you need like an earplug kind of thing, right? They're this, a crystal radio is this, I'm surprised. God, you were in the Boy Scouts. Your Boy Scouts must have sucked, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I turned out a perfectly functional adult, so obviously it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another sidestep. We'll get back to fax machines and crystal radios, but back now to the Boy Scouts. Mm. I heard this week that the Boy Scouts of America are changing their name to the Scouts of America, and they're going to begin to let females join the Boy Scouts. Which yeah. is cool because when I was like five, I quit the brownies because I told them they sucked. They didn't go on any camping trips and they didn't do anything cool. And I didn't want to hustle Girl Scout cookies. But now yeah. girls can be Boy Scouts. So it's turning to the Scouts of America. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that they might already start it. I want to I wanna start a fire. Start a fire where? Not just like... In my pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've come to the right podcast. <laughs> Let it burn and start to churn. <laughs> now I want to learn how to start a fire manually. Oh, with a stick? A bow drill? Yeah. Have you, is that what you do in Boy Scouts? What do you do in Boy Scouts? We did stuff like that. And then like having flint and steel, you know, how to basically build a proper little fire. So you have all the kindling and the loose brush underneath and then the heavier sticks you, and you build it up from there. So the layer of a couple different things, but like usually when we were camping, you, ha you would have flint and you'd have, you have a pocket knife and then you have the flint. So all you had to do is scrape that and you'd have a spark instantly. So, well, yeah, I can do that, but like, I want to be able to do it with like a bow drill or something. That would be like, I, I don't think, I, I don't think anybody should die off this planet without manually making fire. Yeah. Well, shit. What if I die tomorrow? I'm fucked. Well, we very. <laughs> that's not true. I can make it with a flint. You can make it with a flint. Um, but it is a bitch to do it with a flint. That's not like an easy task sometimes when it's really humid out. Yeah. It fucking blows. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, well, it takes we'll a have while. a little tri-pace party, and we'll um, get our bow drills, and we'll knock it out. In a very special <laughs> episode of the tri-pace pod, the crew starts a forest fire. <laughs> but it's okay. I did it with the bow. <laughs> Isn't that at least a little bit impressive? Yay! <laughs> Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. But back to the crystal radios. Yep. Uh, crystal radio is the simplest type of radio receiver. It can be made out of a few inexpensive parts, such as a wire for an antenna, a coil of a wire, a capacitator, and a crystal detector in earphones. Ooh. But basically, so you can make a crystal radio using a toilet paper roll. MacGyver <gasps> that shit really? up. All right. So basically what you're doing, you need something tubular so you can use a toilet paper roll to do it. Okay, wait, wait. Here's a video. Okay. I've never seen a TP one. I don't think he's using TP roll, but... So it's aluminum foil. <laughs> Oh, he's using a paper towel roll. He's getting fingerprints all over the place. Right? What the fuck, man? Ugh. Make it shiny. Better buff that out. <laughs> it looks like he's making a pipe bomb or something. Right? <laughs> and now he's jerking it back and forth. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, get a little hot in here. He's going from lacking aesthetic eye to being a fucking terrorist. <laughs> Okay, so you take the toilet paper roll, the aluminum There's foil. There's a lot of stroking going on. I'm uncomfortable. I'm mildly aroused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could really make this during the apocalypse because you'd have to have like the proper wire on hand. So yeah, anyways, you wrap the... You I'll wrap... watch it later. <laughs> Does he get to the end? Does he finish? <laughs> I imagine. He, he totally finishes. He gets a signal and everything. <laughs> <laughs> So a crystal radio is essentially something that you can make if you're in prison, if the world comes to an end, hmm. if we lose all form of communication and radio is still being broadcast, which they say would be possible, but I'm not really sure how that would be possible because if we've lost power, wouldn't we lose radio signal? I think moreover, there's been like a huge thing about taking towers down because people don't find them pretty. So there's not as many tower active towers that are available anymore now that everything's digital. That's not good. No. Yeah. I mean, you still I, you still see them out and about, but I like no, you, I'm but not always like that yeah. Not there, but there's like an act. I like read something or heard like a hold on. This is kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I think they're just better at like hiding them now. I think that's what they've kind of had to do instead of just having a tower out there. Oh, but to answer your earlier question, Julie, for like my internet, for example, like even when the power goes out, it's funny because our our mm -hmm. radio tower will stay active because it's all solar powered. But it's funny because like during the initial days when they first started doing it, we had like that. That was when that big storm came through and blew down a bunch of trees out here and you know, knocked down a bunch of stuff. And I was without power for like oh, 10 yeah, days. Yeah. And yeah, apparently during that time, like, the, it was funny because like the Wi-Fi was still working or like the Wi-Fi tower was still <laughs> working. But like I didn't have power to use it for anything. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> yep. You're like, damn it. Yeah, but it, it was cool because like, so it's all solar powered. So I don't know if they're all like that or if that's just this one. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that does make sense because they would, how else would they get power to them? So that makes sense. Yeah. So if we do lose power, they probably have the solar power. But you might be in that predicament of how do you send a signal out? Yeah. If you don't have need one of those like a little plug in a microphone <laughs> emergency like hand powered radios. Uh, in the next episode, maybe we should dive deep into what are they called? 
disaster survivalism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but crystal radios only pick up AM signals, so you won't be able to listen to your favorite show. Oh, the boring frequency. Am I right, guys? Exactly. <laughs> All that chatter. Oh, KGO. <laughs> How about KG No? Full little local plug for everybody. <laughs> They'll be grateful, I'm sure. I, I found this. I mean, Norway becomes the first country to switch off FM radio. What was that movie where they were on the boat? They were like pirates. Pirate radio. That was a good movie. Did you see that movie? Oh, yeah, I think I did see that. I don't remember much about it, though. <laughs> yeah, there's one where they, they were like a pirate radio off like UK or something like that. Yeah, because they were like not allowing them to broadcast music. Is that what it was? But because they were in international waters, yeah. then it was okay. Yeah, well, because I think the thing was like, because, you know, a lot of British, like the BBC is a state sponsored program. All the shows you see and all the news program you, come, you see from Britain are all state sponsored and run by the government. So I think when oh, they okay. cracked down and said, okay, no, you can only listen to this stuff the state puts out. And then that's when they went off and like, oh, we're going to do our own little radio station out in the water kind of thing. Like, fuck it. Yeah. They're so creepy about it that they were like one of the first countries to like seek out science that would find usage of like TVs and radios in your house. Because don't they tax you on it or something? I think they did. Yeah. Because I remember... A friend of mine went over there and he was like, you can only watch TV. You get taxed TV. on how many TVs you own that are being used in your house. If you lie about it, yes. they know. It costs 150 pounds for a color TV and 50 pounds for a black and white TV license. In some cases, you may be entitled to reduce the fee of the TV license. So, you, yeah, you have to license a television. Huh. It says, actually, right now it's... In 2017, it's 147 pounds. That's just weird. But yes, <laughs> that is weird. Sugar tax. That's true. Right? I guess. Yeah, oh, I guess it, it, says... it would mean people like, well, what are we going to do tonight? Let's Are we going to sit around and watch Netflix or are we going to go out and do something? You know. They're like, do we want to be dumb like Americans? Or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this, this actually says that the BBC wants to require you to pay the television license fee even if you don't own a television. That's kind of lame. It's just like my grandma pays taxes for the school and she doesn't have anybody in school. <laughs> I wonder what the television licensing fee goes to. It probably goes to... Child molesters. I was going to say, it probably, it probably goes to funding like BBC and stuff like that because it's a state program. It gets all yeah, its funding it from it taxes. So everything they produce... And they, and they funded that creepy child molester forever. Hold on. What the fuck was that guy's name? Say which oh. one? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the UK license, the UK TV license, section 363 of the act makes it against the law to install or use a television receiver to watch or record any television programs that are being broadcast without a TV license. It requires payment of a TV licensing fee to the BBC. Yeah, it's a weird place over there. Right? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Salve. Salve? Salve? Sybil? Like they should be like if 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 I mean if we're so soft now if this was olden times people would be fucking losing their shit our tax money went to what <laughs> yeah exactly that's kind of crazy that you have to pay that I mean they just fuck us over with cable costs and a bunch of other bullshit yeah. charges here yeah, yeah. So you probably, get rid of net neutrality net and they neutrality. can charge as much as they want <laughs> yep yeah but if you have your own crystal radio. 
You can listen to all the AM you want for not free. Not if they're knocking out the towers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, apparently we need a... It's not cost effective to have those towers up. So the loss of that primitive technology in, in the days of natural disasters. You know what? This actually says AM radio has been in a decline for many years with many AM stations going out of business each year. Now there are only 4,684 AM stations left and that's at the end of 2015. And that stands in contrast to the 6,701 commercial FM radio stations. But it does not, that does not include 4,000 educational FM stations and uh, 1,400 low power stations. Why is AM done? Well, wasn't the good thing about like AM, AM, like that it, it traveled over longer distances? I remember reading something about that once because I, I used to be able to like, before they, like when I was growing up as a kid, I did listen to like KGO out of San Francisco and we're about what, like 100 miles or so from it, something like that, less than that. But anyways, I remember growing up as a kid, like during the day, the signal would be really bad. But at night, the signal would get a lot better and like it would travel farther. And it's because, you know, the atmosphere would shrink down as as night came and AM would be able to flow a lot farther in cold air as opposed to hot air. This says also AM is failing because the technical problems are inherent to the AM process along with unyielding regulations. For example, AM stations lose listeners at night because the FCC makes them cut power or shut down completely to avoid interference with other stations on the same frequency. AM signals in the 535 to 1705 uh, kilohertz range changes drastically from day to night. And it, it says, so it goes by ground wave with a range of more than 200 miles. So its stations can transmit at full power. At night, there's less upper layer ionization so the am signal refracts off the upper layers causing the signal to skip hundreds or even thousands of miles this causes interference to other stations some stations use complex and expensive directional antenna systems to solve the problem so that's crazy that's cool it's wild but now in this day and age it's do we still keep making the penny or does it cost us more to make the penny than it's worth? And that's creepy because it's a very useful tool. Yeah. And it's very pragmatic. Yeah, for sure. Well, what is the, like in New Zealand, they don't have pennies. Is it nickels? Well, it does start at the nickel. Yeah, that's the smallest coin that New Zealand has, but it's called... Oh, come on. I feel so good about knowing that. We could ask 50 women on the street right now and they wouldn't fucking know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's good that you retained it. it. I was just looking up what it was called, which is what I couldn't remember. I'm going to start doing that. I'm just going to start smacking bitches in the face with a phone mic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, system, the system in New Zealand is based off of the Swedish system and it's called the Swedish rounding system or cash rounding. The lowest denomination of the currency is is five cents. So nothing costs below five cents, but you never get pennies back. So it's like always, I don't know, it kind of seems like a cool system in all honesty. Yeah, because you forget about rounding up or down. Yeah. Well, but they say that it ends up basically balancing itself out. What do you think, Tyler? Well, I think it's a law of averages, so yeah, it does balance out. It's it's like the roll of a die. If you roll it long enough, eventually all the numbers will sync up, kind of thing. That's amazing. Yeah, so like <laughs> it, 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 if you give it, you know, it, it, yet again, a, it's let's given make a long. Let's a note here for uh, Utopia music. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's put Tyler's utopia. Music yeah. In. So, sp- speaking as a man who's played m- many, many, many games of uh, Dungeons and Dragons, dice are completely inconsistent, and random, but that's what's amazing. <laughs> but like some days, all of a sudden you roll nothing but like twenties, and then the next day you roll nothing but ones. So that, oh. is, that is weird. Yeah. Your cat, your cat agrees. Yep. He, he, he feels my D and D plight. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Maddie was saying it took a while to get used to the rounding system, but now, <laughs> now he's all aboard. <laughs> so I'm trying to copy a link so I stop petting him for a second. That's immediately when he starts meowing. Why aren't you petting me? Uh-oh, what is this? Oh, speaking, speaking of New Zealand, I reminded me of this little, like, short little video. It's about this uh, Chinese couple that lives in New Zealand, and they grow this, like, certain type of, I think it's like a sweet potato kind of thing. Oh, okay. Kind of. But it's, it's kind of funny because, like, they're Chinese, but they have, like, they have very New Zealand accents. <laughs> <laughs> they have a Chinese New Zealand accent? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's just straight up New Zealand. <laughs> they sound like Kiwis. Oh. <gasps> they do sound... It sounds weird. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed that they're not stereotyped. Truly. <laughs> They'd escaped from a war and now had a scheme to plant food in this earth. Yes, the Gox had big dreams. It's like a woman. You see the bulge and then you know it's reading. Oh, depending where the bulge is. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Boy, they like Brussels sprouts and cabbage. Yeah, people's food. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that from the Brussels sprouts and cabbage? And his name's Joe. Like that sounds a little racist, everyone. <laughs> they can't be real. <laughs> it's real. And she's holding a giant cabbage. I love the very Dr. Seuss vibe to it. Right. But their last name is Gox, and that's close to Gox, so. Oh fuck! <laughs> 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 All right. Well, it's been fun. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just edit that out. What the fuck is a kumra, though? Is it just a potato? Yeah, it's like a sweet potato. (laughs) Julie just had that. (laughs) Beautiful. That's adorable. Maybe maybe that's not really their real name, but that's instead of like white people, that's John Doe, Jane Doe. <laughs> They're American actors. <laughs> they were just in Pescadero. Or, or Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's like everyone's. Their Smith is like whatever their most racial term is. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What are we doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> my, my biggest fear right now is that Tyler invites us over to dinner or something to meet his new girlfriend or some girl he's schmoozing with, and she's fucking straight up Asian. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> Just don't ever oh, have her this What's your last this, name? This oh, Gawk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a I've seen you on TV. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that took a turn. Well. Speaking of the Japanese. We, <laughs> oh, are they <laughs> too? 
<laughs> well, I, th- th- I thought that was a slur for them, oh. like we're fighting World War II. No, I don't. I don't know. There's so many. I don't know. I know there's Taiwanese, there's Chinese, there's Japanese, there's North Korean, South Korean. There's dirty knees. There's look at these. <laughs> science. Yeah, think of science. I've got some more depressing news for everyone. Hooray! Because we are in the process of killing our Earth. No. Uh-uh. There has been tests done that plastic pollution is now finding its way to, into our food chain via the salt in our diets. Oh, balls. So because the plastic is so... Delicious? Magically delicious. In <laughs> our waterways, right? Where does Where do we get salt from? So that little video I sent you guys... Basically, because these tiny particles of plastic breaks down into the nurdles and the nurdles never go away. You can only reconstitute nurdles into something different. You can't ever make them go away. The tiny little particles, the nurdles, have been found in sea salt in the UK, in France, Spain, and China. And guess where else, guys? The US. Oh. Can, can we pause for a so, second? And I want to appreciate the word nurdle is now my new favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> a nurdle. 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 So what did I see coming, cocky? Today's secret word is... Nurdle. You all remember what to do whenever anyone says a secret word, right? Scream! Right! Yeah! If you follow us on Facebook, you will see that when we were in Hawaii on Earth Day, we went to the Black Sands Beach and we picked up probably about four pounds worth of trash in, I'd say, less than an hour. I mean, honestly, (laughs) it was... We could have picked up more, but my mouth was gaping for so long in between. That's the third time we've gone there and it's the worst I've ever seen it at all. It was really sad you i mean we would pick up things and they would kind of melt in your hand so you know that's now leached into my skin there was probably about 30 other tourists in the area maui's starting to get direct flights so there's an influx of people going to the island and Mm. it it took everybody a minute to figure out what we were doing and there was a japanese couple there in fact who didn't know what we were doing and they didn't care what we were doing. They just were happy to be there and asked if we would take their picture. So we we took their picture and we went to hand their phone back to them. We exchanged pleasantries and they said, are you picking up sea glass? And I said, no, this is plastic. And their face just dropped. It was like their cheese just cleared, like slid out off the yeah. and because of- they didn't, they were just so excited that they were there. They didn't realize that it wasn't sea glass, which by the way is a pollutant, but at least it's a recyclable one. Think about it. Easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the and the woman bent over and as a gesture, because I mean we were picking this in vain, but it was also yeah. to make a point. She grabbed a handful of it and threw it in the bag. Nice. She was the only person that picked anything up. There was probably about 30, 35 people there, and everybody just stared at us like, What are these three morons doing? Why are they wasting their time and picking up this yeah. this trash? And I was like, you guys suck. Like, this this woman here, she's the only one out of 30 people besides us who picked it up. And we we just had so much trash. We had 
a bag. It was half full. It was about four pounds. There was parts and pieces of coolers. There was hose. Not like hose, but there was hose. And different area and... codes. I've got hose. I've got hose. In different area codes. exactly (laughs) and there was bottle caps like full bottle caps like tiny fragments that looked like sand there were soap bottle caps out there from like the 70s good god i could remember that specific type of white dish soap cap it blew my mind it was it was crazy so this here says americans could end up ingesting an upwards of 660 particles of plastic each year just from salt intake. So, I mean, if you want to give up salt, you may as well give up the plastic too. <laughs> but you kind of need salt too. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I don't put salt on my food really anymore. Mm. That's because I salt it like a French person. <laughs> it's weird at first, but you do get used to not having salt. Yeah. But you're right. Your body does need salt because a lot of people, I know like athletes, some of them like sweat out. You need the iodine. Yeah. Well, your body is made up of salt as well you do need salt but it's the iodine that you're really getting the benefit from am i am i wrong about that because if i am i'm totally okay yeah i'm not sure i I know like salt is actually essential in a normal body diet like your sweat is a lot saltier because it it has higher evaporation the human body contains approximately 0.15 percent of weight in sodium this means that 70 kilograms a human will contain 105 grams of each of the elements in table salt. So 210 grams is the term of the whole NACL. But Sodium chloride. Okay, so 20% of the iodine in your body is held in your skin. Oh, this is interesting. It says the total, in total, the human body can hold 15 milligrams of iodine. Your thyroid can hold a maximum of 50 milligrams of iodine. And 20% of the iodine in your body is held in your skin. If your skin is depleted of iodine, you would not be able to sweat. So Hmm. basically, you're going to have to need to replenish the salt and the iodine in your body to continue to sweat and get out the impurities. Is that what I'm understanding? That part I don't know. But I do know that if you happen to be in an area where there's high radioactivity and you immediately understand that you've been exposed to that area, the suggestion is to intake a lot of iodine. It's a theory that it'll like create like a dam and keep you from getting the initial effects from that heavy radioactivity. Well, yeah. Okay. So I think the iodine actually protects your thyroid because it says the thyroid gland needs iodine to make hormones. If the thyroid doesn't have enough iodine to do its job, feedback systems in the body can cause the thyroid to work harder. This can cause an enlarged thyroid gland, which becomes evident in a swollen neck. And iodine deficiency is a common world health problem. So I wonder if the radiation would probably affect your iodine in your thyroid gland, I would assume. But you know what they say about assuming. (laughs) Here, how does iodine help with radiation? Yeah, it says potassium iodine is a salt iodine and can help block radioactive iodine from being absorbed into the thyroid gland, thus protecting this gland from radiation injury. The thyroid gland 
is the part of the body that is the most sensitive to radioactive iodine. So my assumption was right. Woohoo! I'm a fucking genius. Oh, what do I win? What do nice. I win? <laughs> <laughs> a good feeling. Right. And I can't remember if I sent this to you or not, but on a related note. Oh, I did see this, Tyler. Did you read the article? I, I saw that. I thought it was like an onion thing. Yeah, I didn't think it was real either. Do tell it us. It looks like it looks like the it, to me it was like the vapor rise. The, right? What was that movie? Filthy Rich or something. What is that? It was Ben Stiller and Jack Black. <laughs> Scientists in Britain and the US say the engineered enzyme that eats plastic. I'm just watching the video. I'm not reading the article. It's called Envy. Envy. Yes. With the vapor rise. Where does the shit go? Where You want to watch a bad movie, guys? I mean, it's bad in that good kind of way. <laughs> so yeah, I, I watched through this. Um, I, I guess it's legit. I mean, I, I'm trying to see if I can find like a source for it or anything like that. Well, but... well, what is this from? The Guardian. Yeah. So it it said they created a mutant enzyme that eats plastic bottles. Mm. But when I watch the video, it sounds like it just allows them the ability to reconstruct plastic into other types of plastic without having to burn it to completely dispose of it 100 percent yeah i think it's just kind of like a a recycling method or something like that like more emphasis on not breaking it down but more like recycling it all you're doing is creating something smaller it's just like when we wash our laundry they're they're finding one of the biggest problems that we have right now is the the finite little threads and hairs that are in everything right now from our over laundering yeah it would be interesting to see like it's i mean that's kind of like when i joked about the vapor rise it just breaks down into something smaller and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not just because we can't see it anymore doesn't mean it's good for us i mean air is good for us but not maybe not everything do you remember that video that we watched watch tanya it was like a a little educational like what is it what is a nerdle nerdle (laughs) maybe a ted video i feel like it was like cartoony well they have the the ted ed but it was kind of cool it it described like how i mean it's important to know i mean it is it common knowledge for people what that plastic is made of nerdles (laughs) or nerdles make plastic i mean any of the above really at this point probably not really oh here you go meet the nerdles They may be tiny, look harmless, and sound like a bunch of cartoon characters. But don't be fooled. These little guys are plotting ocean domination. And they come in many guises. Multicolored and many-shaped, they range in size from just a few millimeters to mere specks that are only visible through a microscope. But their real advantage in the quest for ocean domination is their incredible endurance, which allows them to persist in an environment for generations because their artificial makeup makes them unable to biodegrade. Yeah, I I would imagine, because people people don't understand where their food comes from. You know what I mean? Like, which is crazy to me. So yeah, people probably don't, it's probably not common knowledge unless you seek it out. Yeah. Or you visit the Dry Pace Pod (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I mean, I don't want cancer. Yeah. And it's kind of depressing when you bring these things up with like the general public when I've talked to people and it's just like, no one knows. Oh, you know, they, the death of net neutrality, like no one knows what that is. And then you explain the uh, ramifications of it to how it's going to impact them. And you can totally see them like, what the fuck? Why haven't I heard about this? Like, 
because the news cycle is crazy and weird unless you really dig into it. That was kind of the cool thing about the White House Correspondence Dinner speech by Michelle Wolf. Mm. I um, laughed because she was so like, hard. Okay, the main problem with that was there was so much good, it was hard to choose one thing that was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but she like totally nailed nailed it. We have 24-hour news, but we only talk about the three freaking topics over and over and over again. Yeah. We have this we have this amazing ability to share facts like nurdles and iodine and people in New Zealand growing potatoes and like we we have the ability to give that to everyone. You can buy for a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have the ability to to give people all sorts of knowledge, but what we're filling those 24 hours with is like the Kardashians and dancing with the stars and like it's I don't know they don't call it the idiot box for for nothing but it's just crazy and she totally nailed it yeah she like man more power to her she totally hit it and educated people if they were paying attention and that's that's awesome yeah I appreciate that like that she really call out the media for basically enabling Trump like that whole thing. Yeah. It was like, yeah. You guys yeah, love You it. guys created this <laughs> this little shit vortex of self-righteousness and, you know, jerking himself off in his own eye. Nerdles. <laughs> that's what that's what Trump says every yep. time he jerks Nerdles! Nerdles. <laughs> that's his climax noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found a new one for myself. Move on about. <laughs> My next partner's going to be terrified. <laughs> So yeah, but but <laughs> instead of always being but but nerdles, <laughs> but but nerdles, what, what? I oh. would like to share this last. This is kind of like an upper to our downers of plastic pollution, nerdles, and shit not going away, and butt stuff. Uh, and butt stuff. <laughs> right. Adidas sold one million shoes made out of ocean plastic in 2017 so mm. think about all the stuff that goes into a shoe i'm sure this is just the outer sole my understanding is each pair of shoes reuses 11 plastic bottles and what they do is they assume they turn it into like a slurry <laughs> and then a 3d printer prints out these shoes yeah either that or it goes to like a mold or something well no it's a 3d printer oh, okay so they're utilizing which is the most amazing fucking thing next to the fax machine in my opinion i know right? <laughs> that is like one of the coolest that's like right up there with like the printing press of like technologies dude it's better than sliced bread yeah <laughs> you like sliced bread have you seen the printing press <laughs> you can mass produce papers it's the old school facts. <laughs> Cardboard, anyone? I don't know. It's kind of cool how, how a 3D printer works. It's just like these little tiny, I don't know, bits and pieces that it just squirts out. It squirts out some goo and then you get to shoe. Oh, nope. ah. this again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. But yeah, that's really fucking rad. Last year they sold a million shoes and they want to make a like continue to at least produce a million yeah you know what else we learned when we were in hawaii is that they were beginning the process of banning sunscreens that were killing off the coral reef there and mm. you know it was something that we kind of took for granted while we were there i mean i don't know that we took it for granted we were just kind of we were observant of it but 
today, like we read an article that it like officially passed. Like there's, you won't be able to bring cer- certain brands of sunscreens into the island and it won't be sold there. Oh, wow. Yeah, the woman told us it was essentially they would remove it from your suitcase. It'd be contraband. Yeah. Yeah. So what is interesting to me about that is I feel like, you know, we try to not buy copper tone or things like that because what you put on your body goes in your body. (laughs) Hello. I use Western. That's how I get that smoky color. Right. My grandma with her... uh, her baby oil. <laughs> I'll have to find that picture and post it because, you know, back in the day, women would tan and they would lather up with baby oil. So they would essentially cook themselves like chicken. Not women. East Coast women. East Coast women. I don't know. It could have been region wide. I don't think so. <laughs> what ingredient? Pam. Mmm, sweet, sweet Pam. Just spray that canola oil right on there. <laughs> So, you know, I'm like, well, I'm buying my stuff at a company that has high set standards for what goes into your body and what they won't allow on their shelves. But I'm curious as to what the ingredients are that they're banning and which. Oh, here it is. So two toxic sunscreen ingredients that they're banning is oxybenzone. Uh, which was added to nearly 65% of the non-mineral sunscreens. Oh, interesting. And a recent study shows that adolescent boys with higher oxybenzone levels had significantly lower total testosterone levels. Oh, shit. All that sunscreen I wore as a kid makes sense now. (laughs) But it says it's so popular ingredients sold in the U.S., oxybenzone, benzone and octinoxate Jesus. sorry guys o-c-t-i-n-o-x-a-t-e you don't hear us reading it out nope. right <laughs> it is so these chemicals are found in many popular ingredients and they're linked to hormone disruption in people and the bleaching of the coral reefs and coral deaths lovely that was uh, that was the other thing we saw a lot of is dead coral reef on the beach no yeah so that was kind of crazy. That's terrifying. Right? Yeah, because that's, you know, their their whole purpose is kind of, they're ocean scrubbers, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Fish feed off of them. and Yeah. And when you walk into this house, the boys know you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> a man, man, man. Oh, God. What? Oh, it's it's from Trey Parker and Matt Stone, one of their movies. Was it, was it Orgasmo or was it? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, so unless you have a mineral-based sunscreen, they're not going to allow it is, on Is it so awkward to have fucking zinc? Well, that's what it says. Using zinc oxide or titanium dioxide to filter harmful radiation is essentially all that you need. Right. So, like, old Grandma Bessie, who was... <laughs> who looked like a refried, deep-fried chicken <laughs> down at the pool... <laughs> Her lips were as white as a ghost because all she had on was zinc oxide. The rest of her, she probably should have lubed herself up with some zinc oxide. <laughs> but instead, she grabbed the kernel. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting. Essentially, you're not going to be able to get any sunscreens in Hawaii. You can get fucking sunscreen. It just has to have zinc in it, which is like totally normal up until Monsanto or whoever decided, I want to make money off this product. Hooray, capitalism. 
Well, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, am I wrong? Okay, so no, you're not wrong. <laughs> We're not disagreeing. No, no. I mean, capital capitalism is destroying basically everything on the earth. I mean, you don't earth. have to put and, so much zinc on that you'd look like an asshole. I mean, like I think that's like the big worry, you know, that you have, like so much put on, you look like a ghost. Like an <laughs> What's that? Would you say? <laughs> I said, but what if I do want to look like an asshole? Okay, leave it on, baby. It's been like my life on. dream. I've, my whole life has All been right. building to this point where I finally could become that. Well, I mean. I want I want to roll out the red carpet for you because this is the place to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll shit on that red carpet because I'm an asshole. I am trying to find like, well, there's a brand called Reef Safe Biodegradable, and apparently you can search on Amazon for Reef Safe sunscreens. And I'm trying to see if the ones that I use, Coral Safe is a brand. Oh, okay. Alba Botanical Hawaiian line is safe. And that's actually the Yay! one that I use. It smells good. And apparently it's Yes, good. all of them. They all smell good. They're pretty, just, but they're heavy. A little goes a long way. It's, it's probably because it's, it's got an assload of zinc in it, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Well, I mean, sometimes you can't breathe. Trust what's on here anyways, but. Oh, well, let's double check that. Yeah, no, it does say, it says Coral Reef Safe, Alba Botanica, Hawaiian sunscreen. Because I figured it was called Hawaiian because you would at least be able to use it in Hawaii, right? Yep. (laughs) Keeping the brand on point. (laughs) No, I only get it because it smells good. It does smell good. Badger makes one. Their products are (laughs) heavy. So heavy. Yeah, they are heavy. But... Pure zinc is probably heavy too. <laughs> um, not next to a fucking badger. It's pure zinc. I feel like I got a fucking badger on me. <laughs> badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> you guys are you guys seen um, UHF, right? Uh, I actually have not. Seen oh, okay, UHF. that's because you know the Thanks, original Tanya. bit was like you know badges. We don't have no stinking badges. But then yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember the bit. UHF. Yeah, but then there's one on UHF. Uh, he shows up and he does like instead of badges, he says badgers because he's running like pet emporium out out of his apartment and there's like you know fifteen <laughs> rise building, and so like like someone comes like oh yeah badgers like badgers, badgers. Roller Nannies? Yeah, got the delivery here for your next show. Oh great, what you got? Three badgers, badgers, badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. That's awesome. <laughs> but like one of the, the best bits, it's like, oh, we're going to teach Chihuahuas to fly. So he's like flinging them out at the, his apartment window. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it, it cuts to an outside shot. And you see this like Chihuahua just burp, 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 boop. And then it just cuts off. I think I need to watch this. Yeah, it's the badges joke comes from Blazing Saddles. Oh, OK. Yeah, I think it was UHF making an homage to it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Weird Al. So he's all about parody. Right. That's funny. Be ready I love to attack Rockbridge yeah. at noon tomorrow. Here's your badge. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Oh, no. <laughs> Next. Qualifications. Stampeding cattle. That's not much of a crime. Through the Vatican? Kinky. Sign here. Oh. <coughs> Why, rat? How many times have I told you to wash up after weekly cross burning? <laughs> See, it's coming off. On another note, 
Did you get a chance to read that article I sent you, Tyler? Which one? The Wired article. The Weird. The Young and the Reckless. Oh, yeah, the one with uh, Elon? Um, no, I have not. Oh, no, no, no. That was uh, Rolling Stone. Okay. But the one with the Xbox Underground. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, here it is. This is spicy. This is fun for everyone. Have you heard about this? It's a really long article. Well, I'll say, cause it's funny because that, that day when you sent it to me, I saw something about how Microsoft was cracking down on a community that was playing like Halo Online, like an old build yeah. that they didn't ac ever actually release. Yeah. Is so, that what this is, kinda, it's way worse It's though. kind <gasps> of, my understanding, and I'm not a gamer, so I'm, you know, like, if you're a gamer, I totally think that you should read this article because it's freaking crazy. And as a non-gamer, I felt like I learned so much because I don't, I don't game. So I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. But apparently, and Tyler, you may already have known this, but there's hackers who go in the back end of like Xbox and they make cheats for games. Or yeah. they get, you know, they get like um, extra goodies, exploits, and weapons, and, and... Yeah. yeah, like 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 a game genie version of <laughs> <for laughs> nice, like, good, good pull with the game genie. But you pay, but you pay for a single thing, yeah. you know. So these guys are like on the back end; they're coding backwards to learn these new tricks, and then they're you know sending that out through Pirate Bay. People are downloading the games, and they're they're making money off of this. Oh, okay, well. This article in particular is, it's called The Young and the Reckless. It's about the Xbox Underground, which was a group of six, essentially they started kids. Off as I mean, kids. They, started, they started off really young. Yeah. The main person in this story, mm. he started at the age of 14 and, you know, he was just tinkering around and learning some code and he was fi finding out ways to do these things and he was making a ton of money. Like he was taking his girlfriend out for like a $400 dinner on the regular. It started mm -hmm. off as an ego boost though. <laughs> but he never was into it for the money. So he's just like, whatever. It was totally his ego. And he was able to figure out how to get into these things and get in the back end of the system and this, that, and the other. But it ends up turning into just this spider web deeper and deeper into the dark web. And he ends up getting information on... I believe it was Microsoft people's access. He was in their personal emails. Their email. mm. So he was he was in their personal emails. He was reading the emails that they were communicating between the FBI and this gaming company that he was in the back end of. And boy, did these kids do some stupid shit. They ended up hacking into a portion of a program that was connected with the military for a flight simulator for a plane that we don't know about. And they were going to sell it oh. to yeah, people well, so they could play it at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, you can, well, we'll just make our own version of, of this and sell it online. And it was like a top secret. <laughs> and it kind of started off like they found, so Xbox sends out developer boxes yeah developer kits yeah so if you get one of these developer xbox kits then it's essentially like the holy grail and they don't and i guess it says like some people who get these just turn around and sell them mm. to just make the money off of it but these kids they created their own version of it and this kid was like so careless at one point he posted it on ebay 
and it went for like $20,000 or something ridiculous. That's going to raise some flags. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then eBay pulled it because they, you know, they were like, this is counterfeit. This isn't cool. Yeah. So that was like one of the guys and, and they were like, you went too far. So they kind of kicked him out of the group. But, <laughs> but they ended up getting busted and serving time. And it's kind of crazy because one of the guys was like, dude, look, layoff. Like, obviously, this is a high and you need to back off before shit's getting crazy and you just need to go before it gets worse. But he couldn't stop doing it. You know, and these kids have like really promising careers as developers for these companies, but they pretty much pissed it all away because they were fucking kids. (laughs) Yeah. And they made a lot of bad decisions and made a lot of money. As kids are wont to do. (laughs) Right. I had no idea. Like, I thought you just wanted to play video games because you wanted the challenge. I just don't understand why you would want to spend money on cheats and advantages over, like, the people you're playing against. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a, that's a, it's, it's been a debate in the uh, gaming community for a while now. Like, a lot of the games that are coming out now that are uh, multiplayer-based, where there's matches of, you know, 16 upwards of, like, 30, 64, 100 people playing at one time, mm-hmm. companies now are finding they can monetize it even more beyond selling you the game. They can say, hey, here's 10 extra bucks. We'll give you, like, double damage for the next week. And people will do that because they want that instant gratification. And... They don't want to wait. They don't want to wait. They don't want to, like, grind their characters, having to be like, okay, I have to keep playing and playing and playing, get better by inches, as opposed to just leap 10 feet ahead. And that's basically... I would think that would ruin the fun of it, though. That's what what it's doing, because there's a lot of games, like, most recently, the biggest one was uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. And what they did was, like, it was kind of... They call it pay to win. So people that paid money get all these extra perks, so they're always going to win. So... It makes no reason for people to just buy the game and play it. It's like, why would I play? Because I'm always going to lose because the people that yeah. have paid an extra 50 bucks are going to kick my ass every time. Right. If you have the game, Genie, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, a, you know, as a business model, it makes sense to me. Like, if you there's a game out right now that's really popular called Fortnite. It's basically like the Hunger Games. So, like, 100 players okay. enter, one player leaves kind of thing. It's a free-to-play game. So, it's become hugely successful. But they also have the way their business model works is they have, oh, you want these extra skins to make your character look different. You want these extra weapons. You want these extra bonuses when you start every time and you can pay real world money. And that's how they make their money off it. Like, here's a free game. But if you want to do better, you can buy these packs from us. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a couple different business models of how gaming is I mean, I thought the, the whole purpose of gaming was to escape. I mean, that just sounds like real life. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, if for some people, it's a competitive and it's a lucrative business. There's uh, tournaments that happen in South Korea, that happen here in the United States, up in Canada, in the European Union. There's like competitive tournaments of, of people just playing games for cash money. This kid's logic in this article, I think it's Pokhara. Is it how you spell? It? His last name is Pokhara or yeah. something like that. Fucked. <laughs> it it was it's interesting because like in his head he's like it's only video games it's only video games it's only video games so he didn't see where it was such a problem but because video games are now such a monetary thing that's why the FBI got involved in you know essentially I guess it would be considered like a form of money laundering yeah. And, you know, theft of, of that nature. So it's a slippery slope, kids. <laughs> Just- <laughs>
It's a scary world out there, by the way. Right? You know what, though? At least they're going to be cool. It's better than the guy who was working as a prison guard in Texas who was running a a fucking underground scheme. He was having fajita meat delivered to the prison. And it was like under some weird company name. And then he would have his friends or family or whatever pick the meat up and they had some sort of underground fajita business going on for like nine years and it just recently got caught and he's going to prison for grand theft of food (laughs) that's quite a charge right he was sentenced to 50 years for stealing 1.2 million dollars worth of food (laughs) amazing isn't that crazy and the dude was 53 years old and he he feels just like these kids he's just like Oh, it just got out of control. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, how do you... I Wow. I just don't even understand. So he was he was getting the meat and then reselling the meat. But he was but getting was the meat getting for billed free. to the detention center. Yeah, because yeah, it was being billed to the detention center. He had a guy. Was like, whoa, he whoa, had a guy. He's like, hey, 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 Jimmy, you want, like, you know, 200 pounds of meat? <laughs> and Jimmy's like, yeah, I can sell that. And... There you go. Right? (laughs) I feel like I was reenacting The Wire right there. (laughs) Dead on, man. Dead on. (laughs) So because he stole more than $200,000 worth of goods, Texas law considers that crime to be a first-degree felony and allows for sentencing up to 99 years in prison. So he actually got off with 50. So, I mean, he did pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) And it says it also allows for more severe punishment if the defendant committed a crime while acting as a public servant. And so he was, you know, he worked at a detention center, so he was a public servant. It's going to get fucking doubly screwed. That's So, yeah, I mean, he, but he still, I mean, he could have got 99. So things are looking up, bro. You'll get out when you're 103. <laughs> yep. Good <laughs> your luck. Your brain won't work for shit, but... <laughs> I hope you saved a fajita for your last meal. <laughs> oh, man. That motherfucker's a vegetarian now. <laughs> right? Yeah, so other than that, I don't think I had anything else. Tyler, do you have any good other juicy goods? There's a there's a podcast I want to check out. It's about it's from a callback to the group of people that did the uh, study on Hawaii. Speaking of, Ooh. where they did the simulation of them being in deep space, and apparently it's like a here I'll just send oh it the to you. Mars yeah like the Mars simulation. And apparently there's a podcast for it. So I just found this oh, like cool. yesterday, so I haven't got a chance to start listening to it yet. The true story of six volunteers picked to live on a fake planet. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Is it like a blow by blow? Is this like the real world? The original real world? (laughs) (laughs) You know, the original. David ripped the blanket off. He needs to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of cool. I'll have to check that out too. I will put that in my list. Yep. I added it to my queue already, but it won't come up for another like 14 hours. (laughs) 14 hours. (laughs) That's about like the average for my podcast. Like list is always about 14 hours. What are your depressing topics out of curiosity? Oh, I already closed those tabs. Let me see. Because <laughs> I, was, I was going through, it was, it was stuff about like, I know there's some there about North Korea. Yeah, all you have to say is North Korea and you're like, Yeah, oh, I mean, oh. granted, there's been a turnaround, <laughs> but like still, it's, yeah. Did you see the I fucking love science Facebook page? 
And it said that basically the earthquake, mm. the real reason why North Korea halted nuclear testing yeah. is because of all the, was it the fallout? Yeah, the, either it's a, well, they think it might be more just an earthquake disaster and they're, they're having a huge humanitarian crisis. That's why they're reaching out now, like desperately. If it is a nuclear problem with them doing the underground testing, yeah, that's going to bring a host of other problems. But they think what shakes were Hold from... On. Back up a minute. Back up a minute. You know, I've been hearing that phrase. Which phrase? And I, The underground testing. And I've just been kind of letting it gloss over. Mm. Like, I've just been kind of letting it go, letting it go. What are they... How are they underground testing? What, what kind of fucking shithole are they making underneath their country? Basically, what they're doing is they're digging deep and down, down into a mountain and testing nuclear weapons. See how much matter it destroys, and they can test the yield based upon that. And that's kind of what they've been doing repeatedly. So that that was a scare. Was that like there was this earthquake detected by I think it was like China or something like that? And uh, it says eight and a half minutes after the the explosion, a six point three earthquake was recorded, with four subsequent earthquakes generated in the following weeks. When was this? I don't know. I guess here recently. This article was from hmm, where the fuck's the date? Nuclear explosions released enormous amounts of heat and energy following the nuclear bomb test on September 3rd of last year. The researchers say the explosion created a cavity and a damaged chimney of rocks out by the nearby Mount Mantap. <laughs> uh, really Are we back Mantap? to this again? Uh, <laughs> that could be leaching radioactivity. <laughs> An estimated of 100 kilotons... And it says the blast was the sixth test 10 times stronger than any of the previous five. For comparisons, the bomb that was de detonated over Hiroshima in 1945 was 15 kilotons. Oh, God. So this was an estimated 100 kilotons. So his whole country's infected. Yeah, he's basically just poisoned all his people, right? Yeah. Well, that's going to have an impact on everything else, too. Yeah. Because China's right there. There's the, you know, Japan's right across. And Japan's they all already the same still dealing like, with Fukushima. Yeah. yeah. And it says, given the history of nuclear tests in North Korea, the nuclear test that North Korea performed beneath this mountain, a nuclear test of a similar yield would produce collapses in an even larger scale creating an environmental catastrophe well think about all of the earthquakes that have been happening since then yeah yeah the good old ring of fire and i did see that they're sending drone robots down into the tunnels in i don't know what they're called silos yeah at fukushima to to do the cleaning and the extracting because no human can go down there safely so it's all these like little drones. yeah the, the guys that were down in that during like the the during the initial phases of that, where they were still getting like video footage of that, those all those people were martyr martyrs. Yeah. They were martyrs. Yeah. That sucks. That's crazy. Yeah, but they're good people too. Well, there's a I, I can't remember what it's called. I remember I remember seeing a uh, article and it was on the uh, Today I Learned subreddit and it was like there's this term for it in Japanese culture and it's about like community before like oneself. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of the thing totally. they is lacking in our culture unfortunately we are the selfish not the selfless <laughs> yep but yeah like like that that whole thing like oh, I'm, I'm gonna do this because it's for the greater good kind of thing yeah 
to bounce back, the... What were we talking about? We were talking about space, right? Didn't we talk about space for a second? We're always talking about There's space. There's some like, nut jobs that are going to be going to a temporary Mars. Yeah, we are talking about the Habitat, <laughs> the podcast Mars. about uh, the people that did the test experiment for uh, Mars colonization. There was a girl, she's 15 years old, and she is like bound and determined to be the first, one of the first people to go to Mars. Nice. And basically, this girl's a fucking super smart kid, and she has the understanding that by being that first person to go, she may not be able to make it back because, you know, it might be a one-way mission depending on where the technology is. But it said the good thing about her, like, determination and her willingness to do this is because she is so young, she's receiving all this training and education, and she's gone to every single space camp (laughs) <laughs> in the world callback and right <laughs> she is going to be put in a position to be of a good healthy age to go mm. because all this training that is received when you go into space it's like 20 30 years of training so if you start when you're 30 you're going to be 60 by the time you go to mars and you're body's probably not going to be the healthiest <laughs> not the most ideal at that age you know so they're saying because she's just so on it and adamant about it and doing this you know on her own accord at her age it puts them in a better standing because it'll she'll be what 35 yeah you know 20 years from now so that would be a better specimen nonetheless yeah. to send how old is she? She's 15. When I was 15, I was hell-bent that I was going to work for the FBI. <laughs> well, I mean, you still can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you say? Pretty sure no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no. Burn that bridge already. I'm pretty sure I have a rap sheet. <laughs> uh, here, I'll send this to you guys. You can check it out. Alabama. She's from Alabama. She's probably the smartest person in Alabama. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. I would just like to say we had some family from Alabama over at the house. and My family that lives in Alabama yeah. are incredibly smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not all morons in Alabama. Yeah, it's just the, the, it's just the name just of Alabama elicits that response. Hell yeah. Just like Florida. Alabama. No, it's okay. No, don't feel bad. I agree. But I mean, if you hang out in Florida long enough, some cocaine will just blow into your purse. Oh, shit. <laughs> Some get a kick from cocaine. Hold it, hold it. What the hell is that shit? Nice. <laughs> Who put this cocaine in my purse? <laughs> it just blew there. I don't remember putting that there. <laughs> I like that. What is it? Ocella, Florida, or what is it? Is it Ocella? The VD capital of the United States for geriatrics? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere I down in Ocella. <laughs> oh, I don't care if it rains or freezes, as long as I got my plastic Jesus. I don't care if it rains or freezes, as long as I got my plastic Jesus. Sitting. On the dashboard of my car
on a semi-related note, have you guys watched the series The uh, Expanse? Mm-mm. It's on uh, Amazon Prime right now, and they have seasons one and two up. And it's it's kind of interesting because it's it's about like the near future, where um, we've colonized Mars, we've colonized the Moon, and we've car- uh, colonized the uh, outer rim of asteroids. And it, basically, these three different factions are all fighting each other over various things. And then alien technology comes into it. It's really good. I binge watched the. Uh, what did sec- you say it was called? The The Expanse. It's on a uh, Sci-Fi, but it should. It's on Amazon Prime right now as a freebie. Oh, that's cool. If, oh, cool. if you I have Prime, to my watch list. Yeah, it's one of those like really, yeah, it's one of those really good like high quality sci-fi that you see on TV. Cool. Oh well, thanks, Tanya. You went and <laughs> sourced out the article of sexually active seniors facing increased risk of STDs. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know about sexually active seniors might kill you tonight at eleven. <laughs> but I mean, if you're gonna be old. Fuck it, you're gonna die soon anyways. Why not just fuck, fuck it? Fuck it, literally. <laughs> That's what's happening. Like people are like, what? Grandma has gutteria? How'd grandma get chlamydia? Shit. <laughs> just one giant gangbang there. Oh yeah. But yeah, so I don't know if you wanna finish watching the space kid thing, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, more power to her. I don't want to go to fucking Mars. <laughs> yep. And I don't want gonorrhea. And I feel like every day is kind of like being on Mars, so... <laughs> yeah, this is not the dystopia I was promised. You were promised something? Damn it. By who? <laughs> I was I was promised a sweet cyberpunk dystopia. I told you that. <laughs> Blade Runner, Matrix, Shadowrun. Blade Runner. <laughs> Well, I don't really have anything else to say, except for hit it, then quit it. (laughs) (laughs) Breed and proceed. (laughs) Ejaculate and evacuate. (laughs) Rocker box, then change the locks. Actually... Rocker box, then change your socks. Maybe it would be more yep. fitting. I mean, I guess if you're doing it right, yes, probably. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So. And on that note, I'm gonna go crush kittens' faces with George Michael. Thank you for listening to this month's episode of Tripace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your earholes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Tripace Pod on iTunes. Google Play, or SoundCloud, because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPacePod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com. And as always, you're Where did my oh fuck hold on guys hold on dudes hold on right, back to holding my boob what the fuck all right hold on oh here you go uh wait for it 
Wait for it. Maybe 